Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. Pacific. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. It's time for a secret dump. It's time for a secret dump. It's time for a secret dump. Let's dump. It's time for a secret dump. Everybody dump, 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 dump. We get a lot of email. Well, yes. And... We recently had a secret um, on one of our episodes that was a secret lever who had left a secret before. Right. A lot of repeat secret dumpers. And a lot of repeat dumping. And the double dump that she left, the two dumps that she left, were made us incredulous. She said the the straw that broke the camel back, camel's back was that she said that she got a throat infection from sucking so much wang. <laughs> And we started to doubt her credentials as a secret lever. That's true. And we publicly said it. And she's written us. Um, and she's got a bone to pick. All right. I thought I'd read it and see see what's up. She says, my apologies to the producer who has to read this email. Well, it's not just the producer, friend. It's the co-hosts and all of the listeners. I'm the seizure. Oh, this is the same person that had a seizure, said she had an orgasm so strong it made her seize up. I'm the seizure slash throat infection person. And I was. And the throat infection is from sucking dick. Yeah. From, but the seizure is from having sex with a woman. Right. That's a kind of an important detail. Yes. I guess. Yes. Well, I mean, it's just it made it seem a little more unbelievable. Right. In the pandemic, she was wild playboy. Right. Like no one's really fucking that much in the pandemic and she's fucking everybody. Yes. Okay. And I was not lying. (laughs) Exclamation point. I've only slept with two people during COVID. Oh, she's responding directly to your accusation. My ex who gave me the seizure 
and my friend who gave me the throat infection. (laughs) (laughs) Have you considered the fact that perhaps you're allergic to sex? I've been pretty COVID safe. I just keep having medical emergencies from sex. And I listen to. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. No, it's definitely funny. (laughs) And I listened to the show a lot, so I figured they were funny, but painful secrets. I unfortunately am attaching the picture I sent to my doctor. Wait, (laughs) I don't see a picture here. Are you going to send it? I don't want it. Just send it to Moshe's text. Well, well, unfortunately, it's a text chain. I'll keep reading the email. And at the end... I don't want to see a picture. Okay. They said it's either an STD or an infection. I have an STD test on Friday. And I need to use mouthwash after I suck dick or it, or, or I'll have to get my tonsils out so it doesn't happen again. What? Is this a doctor? You have to use scope after you suck a dick? I've, is that real? I mean, I would say that that's recommended regardless okay, hold on. Should of I look throat at the, infection. Hold on. I just got sent a picture. Do I look at it? Ooh. Also, the neurologist said I just have to breathe when I have an orgasm because sometimes I have a really long one and my brain doesn't get enough oxygen or whatever. I mean, this medical community must be fucking thrilled with these appointments. Like, this is the most exciting thing that's happened to them all day. A neurologist? How often does the neurologist have to deal with people that have seizure-inducing orgasms? I do like the advice to breathe throughout your orgasm, though. That can't be bad. Ooh, it'd be kind of cool if... um your lover started like playing with it like in dirty talk you know like yeah you like that give me that grandma give me that grandma yeah you want a grandma all over this dick or something like that that'd be kind of cool i live with my parents she says so i just keep having to tell them when i have random health issues and just whisper when i have virtual appointments also both situations were hot and worth it i don't know (laughs) Love you guys. Sorry again for adding the picture. Yeah, (laughs) worth it. I can't imagine an orgasm worth a seizure. Let's see. Oh, and the subject. I didn't realize the subject of this email. Yeah. Deep Throat Mary. (laughs) Okay. Let me take a look at this. Let me take a look at this picture. Oh, you haven't looked yet? I'm about to look right now. Oh, oh, it's really not good. All right, let me see. No, it's like really. Ew! Ew! ew, It's really gnarly. Ew! Ew! Yeah, it's really not good. Yeah, it was like... Ew! Just to describe it to the listener... Ew, it it looks like a cigarette burn on like a vagina. Yes. In like an open vagina. It looks exactly like a cigarette burn on a vagina, and I know that from personal experience. But it's her throat. It's her throat. It's like in the back of her throat. How'd she get that picture? She probably opened her mouth and took a picture of her throat. That is fucking gnarly, dude. I don't know if that's from sucking dick. All I can say is... Like, that's the reason we have scope. <laughs> that's literally the reason. I mean, did you not go to sex ed? When you suck a ding dong, you take a little bit of Listerine and think that was really bad. Ooh, brother, that was bad. Oh, Ooh, man. I didn't like it. I'm not a fan of someone being like, do you want to see a picture of this like, well, really disgusting no, thing? You know what? Why would I want to see that? Because we called into question her integrity. Validity. All right. And we deserve to have to see that image and have to remember that sometimes people have more than one wild thing happen to them and to you deep throat mary we apologize all right let's hear some secrets hi natasha and moshe i have a secret for you um so 
My last job I worked at, I worked for like basically like a retirement community. Um, these are like wealthy people who moved to a neighborhood. And I was their events coordinator, so I would do all their like clubs, their parties, and things like that. So they had a writer's club, um, and it only had two older gentlemen in the club. And you needed three people to form a club, but I thought a writer's club was really cute. So I would sit in as their third person for their club. Well, I stopped working at that job, but by the end of it, I mean, we were doing COVID anyway, so all of our clubs were meeting over the phone. And I had kind of developed a really good relationship with the two older gentlemen. So I was like, let's just keep the writer's club going. Um, and over time, like, they're just really sweet. They would be really supportive and encouraging. Um, and these calls would be like an hour and a half. And one of them, I even call grandpa, like, he'll send me emails throughout the week of jokes that he thinks would make me laugh. His wife would, like, make soup for me to send home, you know, just cute stuff. Um, and we developed a great relationship, and he writes novels, and so he would read chapters of these novels every week um, for, like, 40 minutes on these calls. My secret, though, is I literally have never listened to a single word that he said while reading these novels. Um, what would happen when I would listen, I would get really sleepy, and I realized, like, I didn't want to doze off on the call, so I just started, like, doing my errands or, like, putting the phone on mute and, like, playing on my phone or something while he would read. Um, and so, like, logically, I should have probably discontinued this club and, like, why would I stay in it? But another second part of my secret is I feel like so I'm biracial and I have never met my white family because they're racist. So they disowned my my parent when they when she married my, my father. So I... I have a white grandfather. I just never met him. And I was kind of have this, like, I don't know if it's, like, a weird grandpa complex or some shit, but it's just, like, this older white man who, like, calls me sport and, like, I have a little podcast and listens to my show and says supportive stuff and, like, comments on my, my, my writing and things. So I don't know. I just keep it going, and I don't have the heart to tell him, like, his stories, I, I'm not listening, but they're all about history or something. Like, they're just incredibly boring. Um, but, yeah, so I've kept this going. This has been maybe almost like a year now that I've been in this club, and I have no idea what his books are about. That's my secret. Bye. All right. Well, I think that a lot of times, I know this for firsthand because every time Moshe writes something he wants to read it out loud that's like something you like to do I'd like to read it to you but it helps you to read it yeah. out loud so it's not like you're not helping him like he's getting something out of just reading it no you don't think no there's something incredibly sad to me about the idea <laughs> of this octogenarian reading into a zoom where nobody's listening to him and he thinks that he's got it did, he, did she say he calls her sport? Yeah. Aww. Does, does nobody do feedback in this? It's very funny at the end. Well, that's it's not a comedy, right? Cause like, feedback. No, but I mean, you would need I laughter. Liked it. No, I'm saying at the end, like, oh, I really like the chapter on this. She's probably saying that. Oh, man, that's funny. Oh, but so you know sad. what you could do for like a, a holiday present to him? You could like the next time you guys talk, just like just try to listen. Yeah. Just once. Just to like be able to have some understanding. I mean, this case. is this is your grandfather. Is she getting paid? 
No, this is just out of the kindness of her heart and the uh, desperation of her psyche. Mm. Well, it doesn't sound, it sounds like she's doing a good deed. Her good deed is erasing the rude act of <laughs> muting him. <laughs> oh, so it's, a no- so it's like nothing's happening. It I cancels it the, out. No, I think the man's getting something out of it too. He thinks he's getting something out of it because he thinks there's a young woman who's really interested in the stuff he writes. And really, she's just um, ignoring him when he uh, expresses himself creatively, but using him as a placeholder for her um, unresolved childhood (laughs) familial issues. I think it works. It works for me as well. Uh, Yeah, it works for me as well. I think you should try and fuck him. Did you not think she was gonna like he was gonna start jerking off at some point in the secret? I think he's really old. No, I know, but I I kept thinking maybe I'm just oversexed. I just kept thinking the secret was going like so. Basically, the writers' club turned into these two old men jerking off, and I just sit there watching. But in the end, it became much more than that. Well, maybe he doesn't even go there because she's not really that involved. Like if she actually listened and had tons of follow-ups yes. and they got even closer and she told him how amazing his work is and really believed it, he probably would want to hit that. There you go. So listen, start listening to these novels and you can finally fuck your white grandfather uh, figure. It just seems so obvious. All right, let's hear another secret. Hi, Tosh and Mosh. Um, I am calling to leave a secret. Sometimes when I'm in the car by myself driving, um, I driving down the freeway, I will speed excessively going over 100 miles an hour. And um, I just like doing it because it gives me a really, um, really big adrenaline rush, sometimes so much that it hurts. Um, and I know it's really dangerous, but... I think it's fun. Yeah, that's it. Bye. I hate this. I hate this secret. I I don't really relate to the need for speed. And I also don't like this kind of like if you have that need, don't do something that can hurt other people, too. It'd be one thing if she was like, I'm going to bungee jump and I know it's dangerous, but it's just something I have to do. I'm going to risk losing my limbs. Like you. You. That's what you I do. I also don't like that stuff. When I'm you not need a an hot adrenaline, dogger. When you need an adrenaline dump, you you go bungee jumping. No, I hate it. And remember when we were in New Mexico and we op- the girl that opened for us was in a wheelchair because she went skydiving and her umbrella didn't open or yeah, whatever. Yeah, her umbrella didn't whatever open. Whatever it's called. No, it was called... It was Mr... Uh, uh, Mary Poppins skydiving. and I'm didn't... just saying it's so dangerous, but at least that stuff only affects you and your family, which is also horrifying. But to, to speed, it's like you could really be like hurting someone. Just try to not do that. Well, I relate to this lady because it's something that I do. I, I'll take our kid out for a, a Sunday drive and I'll just be up there in the 120, 130. It's not even funny motion. No, I agree with you, Natasha. It's there's no, you do not, Drive 100 miles an hour on the freeway. If something goes wrong and something eventually will, you die. That's it. Or you kill someone or you yeah. kill a family. Here's the deal. Here's our. Here's my suggestion. Yeah, if you give have, her another alternative. I have one. Uh, you gave her a good one, which is find a different adrenaline source like bungee jumping or getting into things that give you adrenaline like that. But if you need, if as you, as Natasha just coined the phrase, I've never heard it used before. If you have the need for speed, <laughs> specifically, go to a local racetrack 
take lessons and then you can go in a car that's designed to go 100 miles an hour in a track where you've got a you know like a a roll cage and you've got like special harnesses and a helmet on so that if something goes wrong you will probably be okay and also you don't run the risk of killing a family to get your adrenaline dump no one's gonna take lessons at a racetrack it's what do you mean if you're the way that you get adrenaline is going over 100 miles an hour Go to a racetrack. If every there's they're everywhere. What about the part where she says sometimes it hurts? I did that was a very cool part and interesting. <laughs> I'm interested. What did she mean by that? Like sometimes she gets so much adrenaline she she's in pain, but that good pain. You know that good pain? Like when you flick a pencil on your testicles? Mm. You know that good pain? No. Like when you burn like your testicles with like an iron? You know that good pain? No, you know what I mean? I, like I, when you I take sandpaper really... and then you wrap it with a rubber band around your testicles, you know, that good pain. <laughs> okay, let's play another secret quickly. Hi, I have a secret. So I live with my dad while I'm going to grad school to save money. And he's 65. I'm 23. It's honestly extremely difficult to... I don't know. I can't even explain it to you. It's just like, I get so irritated. The only thing I can do to retaliate is that I turn by the, turn off the oven whenever his food is cooking in the oven. (laughs) Um, So that way, like when he thinks his food should be done, it's like, it's basically still raw. And, I just usually say, like, I have no idea what happened. I just don't think the oven's working. Okay, thank you so much. Love you. All right, bye. I love this father-daughter living as roommates. Like, they don't eat the same food. They're just, like, she's trying to sabotage him. It's I mean, one... he's clearly paying for shit, right? Yeah, it's just, this is one of those um, classic uh, secret dump, petty secrets where there's no real victim until your dad gets salmonella. But there's also, it's also like, it's, you know what it is? It's getting, it's getting it where you can. Getting it, meaning like it makes you feel that, that good feeling. You have a frustration in your life that cannot be resolved through any normal means. And so you just, your little rat brain comes up with a way to get some resolution, even though it doesn't make sense by making your, your dad's uh, hungry man frozen dinner have a frozen chunk in the middle of his Salisbury steak. I mean, I guess it depends. If he's just like generally annoying, but really a good guy and really tries to help you, maybe this is like, this should be the end of this because it's pretty mean. But Um, if he is a little bit of a dick. Yeah, if he undermines you. Then specifically, we think you should let his cookies not bake. Maybe you could cook him dinner one if if he is a good guy. Maybe you know there'd be one night you could cook him dinner. I like that idea. And so then you could keep doing it when you got mad, but you could also kind of repay him. Oh, that is really a good bit of advice. You can keep doing it, but you got to make him dinner at least once. But we we think once a month. Speaking of dinner, I'm hungry for lunch. This is a this is a daytime recording, and I'm ready to go chomp something. Tosh, what do you think? Should we wrap this bad boy up? Yeah, I have to go. Uh take care of the child too okay well i'm gonna eat you're gonna take care of the child we'll talk to you guys on monday and guess what tosh i love you i love you too